AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldis.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Welcome to the AI in Action podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Kelly. Today we are delighted to have Peter Deal on the show. For those who don't know, Peter is the CEO and founder of Audotic. Peter, it's great to have you on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Great, great. Peter, can you tell us a little bit about what Audotic do? So we're a very young startup based in the city of Berlin, in the, in the heart. Uh, we're 10 people now and we're working on right now speech enhancement so we're coming from the field of hearing aids we're trying to improve how hearing aids work so basically if you know any people of hearing aids they probably have told you the same thing they work very well in one-on-one settings but as soon as you go outside like if traffic noise you're in a restaurant and have many people talking the the noise the background noise actually is also enhanced and makes it really difficult for you to listen so what we're doing with our uh, deep learning software is uh, we're trying to get back to the one one setting. We filter out anything that might be disturbing. So any background noise is gone and you can basically enjoy your silent conversation, so to say. So this was this was the first step where we where we started at and what this is also the prototype that we have on our smartphone right now. But we realized during the last year, I guess, and really the vision is much, much bigger. Actually what's happening is not only the, the not only is there a really cool application for hearing aids, but also for, for normal hearing people. I mean, how often have you been in an airplane where you wish like you want to have your conversation, but without the baby crying next to you, unless of course you're a dad and you want to hear the baby, but uh, you, you, could, you should be able to choose that. Same thing, you're in a loud bar, you're there for your friends and there are of course a ton of other people and you only want to hear your friends, maybe a bit of the background noise so you, that you still know you're in a bar, but not everything. So there are a whole lot of scenarios where actually you would wish to have this kind of superhuman hearing and be able to what we call personalize your audio environment. Say this is interesting for me and this is not. And there's also a big dimension about um, valence-based hearing. So there are a lot of studies, for example, in bigger cities that stress is to a big part just to a lot of noise that is going on. So right now we're looking here in a big uh, busy street. So if you could, let's say, filter out the traffic noise when you walk down and you just hear the birds chirping, it's so much more relaxing and so much more enjoying. So you could tailor all those aspects of, of your daily environment uh, using, using this, this personalized audio. Excellent. And look, sounds like a fantastic application. How did you build it and what does it run on? So uh, our entire stack on the, on the back end is uh, done with the traditional methods, I guess, uh, of TensorFlow. And yeah, the, I think that from the, from the side of the deep learning models, uh, the back end is kind of intuitive. Um, but there are, of course, many parts to line. So we have to start at the very beginning of the data set. We have to get lots and lots of data. So like 5,000 hours for um, recordings. Um, for, for speech recordings that are done, for example, in, in studios, in outside, uh, on the street, in restaurants. So we need many, many different speakers, many different environments that has to be cleaned, that has to be pre-processed. And then we can only start to get it in our pipeline. 
And then of course we have um, big infrastructure set up by now um, where you basically have a, a base model and then you use AutoML, so like um, reinforcement learning and evolutionary algorithms to further improve your neural network architecture. And in our case, um, that is not only improving in terms of quality, but also in terms of uh, latency. So this, all of this has to run very fast um, in order to, to be useful. So in order of like the final system should have an end-to-end -end latency of like 40 milliseconds, which is far away from, from most uh, deep learning systems. And then of course, once you have this model, you also, like once you have trained the model on your big, big server, you kind of has to have to compress it. So that means you have to quantize the model down from, let's say, 32-bit that you train it with, or maybe 16-bit, depending. Um, but the, the mobile models should only run on something like int 8 or, or even lower than that, just to, to reduce the, the memory footprint on the, on the mobile device. So this is, this is also a big part of our work that we try to compress the models and maybe shave off a few layers where it's possible, prune them, um, and yeah, ma making them more efficient. And so the, the goal for, for where we could run them on right now is, uh, so right now we have it on smartphone. And of course, a year ago, we started like server-sized models on, on, on big GPUs, uh, the way everybody does it. Uh, so we had to improve a whole lot to get it now first on the laptop and then uh, on the smartphone. But the goal on the, on the like two, three year vision is that we can actually put it in the hearing aid or in your headphone. So if you, I mean, just imagine you, you have your headphones on, you walk down the street and your friend that you've been talking to for, for years comes up and says, hey, how are you doing? And your algorithm automatically recognizes the voice of your friend. And then uh, you can have a chat in silence without any of the cars in the background, uh, maybe on the street. Uh, and when you say goodbye, your music turns on automatically because you've been listening to it. Uh, so kind of like this intelligent direction with audio would be enabled if you can plug all of this into into a small mobile chip for example on, on your headphone okay well, look it's great you know you're coming from server size applications to laptop size applications then to phone size applications and, and eventually to to, to ear sized applications like you talked about how you're scaling and bringing that down to make them smaller but what's the biggest challenges you're facing to actually do this so the biggest, I think that the three biggest factors in order to, to yeah, or that we have to balance are, uh, first of all, of course, quality. And the quality metrics in themselves are, are very interesting. I can talk about that in a second. Um, the second one is uh, latency. So as I said before, this has to be very, very fast. Uh, already the audio stack, just to give you order of magnitude, uh, we need like 40, 50 milliseconds end-to-end -end time. Already the audio stack on even the, the fast iPhones is 10 to 15 milliseconds. If you look on Android systems, they have a wide, wide varieties on, on my Google Pixel phone that I have personally. Um, it's also about 50 milliseconds works there. But for example, for the Samsung phones, there's a big range from 20 up to we've seen 100 milliseconds, which would kind of destroy the system. So latency is the second big fa biggest factor that we have to balance. And then the third one is power consumption. And how do you use speech enhancement with this product? Speech enhancement is, is used in, in a different, uh, in, in a wide variety of contexts. So one of them could be you filter out the background noise, like I said in the beginning, but it could also be that you reconstruct things that are actually missing. So let's say you want to use our system on a call. So when, when you're calling somebody from a busy street, let's say, or you're in a club, 
um, then part of this uh, part of your speech might be ripped off just due to poor connection then maybe you can reconstruct parts of the speech that are missing and like fill in the holes so to say that could be another aspect of speech enhancement another one would be if you're recording something with a very bad microphone you could actually enhance that to sound like a studio recording with like a five thousand dollar microphone so this is what we call internally uh, bad mic to good mic con conversion but those are some of the things that we work on in terms of uh, speech enhancement excellent now this is something from my own personal experience with uh, having a slight hearing uh, deficiency sometimes when people are talking to me i i say what but three seconds later, it's like my, my own mind can construct what they've said and I can answer their question, but they're already repeating themselves. Is that something similar to what you would do when you mean speech reconstruction? You can kind of reconstruct it from the other words around it and like it kind of makes sense. So this is something the algorithm could pick up, but this is then difficult to do in real time because also you need to hear the end of the sentence most of the times to fill in what, the gap in the middle. So right now, most of the reconstruction that we do is actually more on phoneme basis. So kind of what word could this be if a couple of phonemes in the middle or the beginning and the end are missing? And I know look, we spoke a bit about your application and its uses, but I suppose just going off the cuff, would this be used, uh, could gamers use this to enhance their gaming experience? Yes, absolutely. So if you, if you think a few years ahead, um, for example, in AR or you have some, some avatar in, in some game that you want to play. There are already great things uh, out there right now for visual avatars. So where you put them over some masks and, and this technology is really increasing or like improving by the day. It's really fantastic. But I feel like there is a big part missing in audio where actually if you still speak with your same voice, but you look like a giant ogre, it's kind of funny. So you, you should actually also filter out your, your own voice and be able to to substitute it with the with the voice of your avatar and maybe you want to have the ogre voice or the robot voice and so this maybe works again in a, in a silent one one setting you can just modify everything but if you're outside if you're friends or you have a couple of people or some background noise you don't want to modify everything you just want to modify the one thing so there again you need kind of this this selectivity um in order to to get an interesting effect another thing is maybe you only, only want to listen or attend certain things so one of the things that might come out soon is the, the harry potter game from from niantic right so one of the big ar games so there you could imagine um having a pair of headphones in while you're playing it and you only hear certain sounds so maybe somebody swings his uh, magic wand and does some effect with that you, you want to be able to hear that and you want to be able to communicate to your friend who's playing with you, but you don't want to hear other people, random people walking by. Okay, excellent. And how do you plan to sort of go and take this device to the public for them to, to actually use the application? So we're uh, planning on partnering with, with big companies uh, to get this out to the, to the broad masses. Uh, and I think in order for this to work really well, it's essential to have a good integration of software and hardware. So naturally, we're talking to the to the big phone manufacturers and, of course, to the hearing aid manufacturers. So first of all, both of them are very excited about this topic because it will really fundamentally change how we interact with audio. If you suddenly can decide, I want to listen to this, but I don't want to listen to this. Maybe my neighbor has been annoying me the last days. Maybe I tone his, his loudness uh, down a bit or maybe his dog. Um, I don't want to listen to it. Um, there are so many aspects where you could just make your life a bit better and, and where the companies are excited about. 
but part of the part of the appeal how i want to bring it to masses is so you could imagine this in, in first applications on your smartphone just for for calls or on your smart home devices let's say you're preparing something at in the kitchen at home you're preparing a meal and your friend calls and you want to have your your call and he of course shouldn't hear all the the stuff that you're doing and maybe then while you're doing this your your partner comes home with your kid uh and then you can still only hear your or the, the person you're talking to can in, still only hear your own voice even though they're right next to you because the the system recognizes this is your personal phone call so so this kind of uh application is immediate and, and interesting uh, same same for hearing aids. Of course, there is very obvious uh, just for the the listening experience of of hearing aid users. But on the longer term, I would be very interested to see how things are evolving. And I think the way things are going to shape out, some of the features that we are planning to put in hearing aids, uh, so like the filtering out background noise, is going to be immediately interesting to some normal hearing or to most most likely and hopefully many normal hearing people as well. So we would expect this as kind of super hearing, he, superhuman hearing kind of goes over into the um, world of hearables and of normal headphones and that on the long run, um, the worlds of hearing aids and of uh, hearables and headphones will kind of merge and come closer and closer together. And I think there are already first stages of that visible. Uh, for example, Bose had a FDA approved hearing aid recently um, so where really a consumer brand that is focused on good audio and like having a fashionable brand is going into hearing aid domain. And on the other hand, the hearing aid brands are coming up with better and better ways to have uh, interaction with your, with your phone. You can customize your environment to, uh, sorry, the, the sound to your environment. If you're in a restaurant, you can have different sound settings than from outside. You can take phone calls directly from a hearing aid. So there are really a lot of things happening that bring those worlds together. I know, look, I'm from Ireland. Biggest challenge I have is when you're standing at the bus stop and you're on the phone, everyone's saying, I can't hear you, it's the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, yes, so look, a lot, of, a lot of great stuff happening in the audio industry. Um, what are you most excited about? So I think the, the two main exciting things for, for me in the, let's say, audio ML domain, uh, the first one is, the merging of, of different modalities. So audio is, is less and less separated from, from all the other modalities. So there was a really nice uh, recent Google paper looking to listen uh, where you can actually, or where they use the, in YouTube videos, the actual video stream for denoising audio. So for example, uh, for example, selecting people to attend to and to listen to, or to filter out certain instruments and in, in musical things. And of course, the, the very same thing could be happening in your daily life. Maybe you, you have an AR glass and you're looking at somebody and you just um, have, a, have a small gesture, maybe briefly touch your temple. Uh, and then you say, oh, this is actually an interesting person and I want to listen to him or her. So kind of this combination of then recognizing the person, syncing up the audio stream with the lip movements um, and, and like getting a speaker embedding, so to say, for, for that person. Would, would be very cool because yeah you just make your your audio environment so much more connected to to the visual world that you actually experience so this is the, the one thing the emerging of modalities the second thing is in general the the trend for uh, automated architecture search and, and deep learning I think it's really exciting for a couple of reasons first of all it takes the the grunt work a bit out because we don't have to look for 
all this the small hyperparameter tunings in the model we just like define once a really nice reinforcement learning or evolutionary search algorithm that by itself improves the the neural networks and then you can also fill uh, feed in different different target functions so for us I said before it's very important that we uh, kind of balance quality latency and power consumption you could put that directly into your target function into your word function for your evolutionary search or for your AutoML search and then when you say oh I need I really need a uh, latency of 40 milliseconds and you have to kind of balance off quality and, and power consumption for the rest of it you can just let the, the AutoML run and yeah take, take the grunt work out so that's pretty great Right, good, good. And I know you mentioned you're working in a startup. Uh, I'm in a startup myself. We, we describe it as uh, flying a plane while building a plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think the best part about working in an AI startup is? I, first of all, I like the comparison. This is, <laughs> this is probably very close to the truth. I mean, so first of all, I, I like variety a lot. I'm, I'm really excited about seeing progress. I mean, a bit more than a year ago, it was just Elias and me, and the, the two people just coding in our proverbial garage. Uh, and then now we're, we're 10 people and have this great team together and actually have something on a smartphone that is running and like good outlook that we can actually bring it to many people and improve many people's lives. So this is kind of fast pace and change is really amazing. But also for me personally, I have a very big passion for for medical technology and for ai and especially for the boundary so kind of being able to bring my personal vision to to something real and yeah going and seeing so quickly that you can actually in ai go from some prototype to real product uh that that's just fantastic i hope you i hope you took a picture of what the office used to look like of like yeah, do you ever see the picture of the old amazon photo <laughs> the one guy in the uh, in the small office or, or the guys from microsoft how they all started because i mean we don't want and the picture was of us assembling our own desks <laughs> in this office that's like an ex house with a chimney in it <laughs> so uh yeah look it's, it's great great to be able to come on so much uh, that's all we have time for today you're listening to the ai in action podcast i'm your host anthony kelly Today's guest was Peter Deal from Audotic. Thank you for your time, Peter. It's great to have you. Thank you so much, Anthony. AI in Action is brought to you by Aldus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldus offer an exec search program. Aldus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. For more information, contact mark at aldus.com. Get the Aldous Advantage. Become a member of the Aldous community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to Aldous members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career, and more. Become an Aldus member and get the Aldus advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldus.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.